You'll be surprised how easy it is to take advantage of people. All you got to do is hit them in a soft spot. Money, love, or something personal. With men, it'll probably be like hair loss or erectile dysfunction. With women, it'll probably be weight loss or something like that. Or just overall looks. You take that, you placate them to the point where you make them feel like they're infallible. You're a victim. Everything these people do, they're doing you wrong. These people are bad and you are good. You do not deserve this. You take something irrational and you make it their norm. You need to be with somebody who's going to only pay attention to you. Do they have a life? No. Do they have dreams? Hell no. You manifested them out of nothing. Their job is to make you happy. And then you villainize the people on the other side. And you just continually tell them what they want to hear. You hold them to no modicum of accountability. They'll listen to whatever you say, and they'll never stop to think that you didn't really help them. You just placated them. Damn. And they'll buy the product. Oh, they'll buy the they'll product. The they'll session. buy the book. Yeah. They'll, they'll be loyal to you. Damn, he breaking all that. Yeah. How I feel? <laughs> How I feel? Boy, he thought you was smooth. Boy. <laughs> Welcome to season two of Iman Amongst Men. The show that takes an honest look at what it is to be a man in today's world. We don't shy away from topics most people are too afraid to talk about. We gonna take it all the way there. It's season two, y'all. Let's get it. Welcome to Iman Amongst Men, presented to you by Uninterrupted. I'm Iman Shumper, here with my big brother, Ari. Ari, go give a what's up to the people. What's going on, people? We joined today by another special guest, hey, community sir. leader, hey. licensed therapist, hey. not one of these internet therapists, a man. licensed therapist. Oh, man. <laughs> give it up for Keir Gaines. Man. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Oh, the claps are real too. Oh yeah, I thought the claps oh, was just yeah. all soundtrack. It's oh no, 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 it's a little, <laughs> it's it's a little magic. We bleeded it in. Look at me in the behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. shake yeah. my hand. Don't squeeze too tight. Yeah. All right, all right. The theme of today's show is mental health is health. Oh, when you sure. hear that phrase, what comes to mind? Man, mental health and physical health. I think we separate them often because physical health. When I'm sick. I can feel it, it's tangible. Yeah. Mental health, if I'm sick, I can still feel like there's nothing wrong and it could be impacting my life negatively. So to separate those two is one thing, but to just say mental health is health, lump it all together, give it the same level of importance. Yeah, I think we need that, man. That's fine. I think we need that. I never thought about it like that, I guess. So sure. mental health, you can be mentally, that's, I ain't gonna lie, that's, that's why it's fucked up. Yeah, that's one of the many reasons. Like, <laughs> it's fucked up. But at the same time, like it's weird because at the same it. time, I'm learning now that they run almost hand in hand. Though. Oh, after, absolutely. And after a while, yeah, though, weird. don't it have to run you into like when your um uh your mental health is affected negatively? Doesn't it have to run its course for a while before it becomes like a physical feeling? It depends. It depends. Not all, some issues are just mental health issues. You have like anxiety or depression. And then some issues are psychiatric issues like schizophrenia. You know, it's it's different. It depends on the severity of your condition, whether or not you medicate it. Um, but eventually even things like anxiety, if it, if it stays with you for long enough, it starts to impact your physical health. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Got physical yeah. manifestations mm -hmm. of that. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Is there is there ways to work through that? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Look, he looking like let straight me. up. I don't want to we wanna, know. Yeah, we want we want those type of answers from you. I just want to make that known. Like we want real answers from somebody who actually knows an expert. So to yeah, because this is my therapist. <laughs> but yeah. hey, it's, and it's very... my hair. He cut my hair. So seriously, since like eighth grade, people don't understand. Like for most black men, 
your therapy yeah. is that 45 minute haircut oh absolutely because that's somebody you trust well black men is trust and respect straight up with those you respect, things you usually oh, respect man. your neighborhood barber yeah. that you and your homies your brothers everybody go to and you you know what I'm saying it's damn near an intimate moment with y'all with the clippers because not you know, damn near bro that's <laughs> intimacy <laughs> no, real talk yeah. like, like the, i'm yeah. saying the loud the loudness of the clippers nobody else could really hear y'all you might have to say what you say to a motherfucker, but I'm like, it's literally a close-in conversation. They might be talking to you about anything. Like, yeah, bro. It's it's funny, because when we hear talk about men, we often hear that men don't have intimate relationships. And that's oh, not necessarily bullshit. true. Yeah, it's bullshit. it's just is. comparative to women. Yeah. I can see why you would say that, but our intimacy is more implicit. It's the long, that was up, bro. It's the, hey, get home safe, homes. Real talk. It's watching a sports game and just nudging. Hey, bro, you see that? Straight up. Our intimacy looks different. So, yeah, when a dude sneeze and he can take your hairline back here, you got a lot of trust in him. That's an intimate yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah, I cut hair, so I completely I understand <laughs> that. Like, and I seen both sides of it, too. It's like, like, he don't see it. But, like, if you say if you do fuck up somebody's hair, as a barber, you kind of have to do a little psychology dance with them. Like if you want to keep them as a client, you kind of have to earn their trust back. So now you got to think of things to do to keep them in the chair and you got to be hella nice to them. And you got to, you know, keep that in the back of your mind that, hey, I did, you know, fuck him up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you tell them off bucks or do you just like. Oh no, I told, I used to tell everybody straight up cause I didn't want, you know, like I, I, I wouldn't want to get home and then look at my hair and then be like, yo, this is, this is, because by the time you leave, I feel like that's like a policy thing. Like yeah. by the time you leave, it's like, I don't know what you did out there. Plus you was straight when you got out the chair, so you good. Not that you was straight when you got yeah, out the chair. Yeah, you was straight yeah. when you got up. I what, showed what the happened? mirror. It's a problem now. Really? Yeah. Why you right. saying that? Right. Right. I a lot of looking at your haircut in the chair is totally different than when you get home in the bathroom. Like, Oh, that's facts, bro. A haircut <laughs> like spaghetti. Like, you don't even know what you got until two days later. You gotta let the salt settle on that joint. Yeah, so they might have put a little spray on there and fell asleep. Yeah, no, nah, no enhancements, none of <laughs> they that. They do yeah. all that now, though. Yeah. There was a barber the other day doing it uh, uh, when I was in uh, Chicago. Our, uh, our guy for the shy wasn't there. So the other guy came, he was filling in, but I just needed a quick shape up. It wasn't nothing crazy. But, you know, I'm damn near asleep uh, on the set. It's like 6 a.m., mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I might have got a 5 a.m. haircut. He also falls asleep in the chair. Yeah, I love oh, him. He's I'm, the worst I'm nightmare that dude. Nah, that. That's me all the they way. Why? I got young children, bro. I don't sleep but like that. But that's the trust. Hey, that's they got where the, the trust they comes got in. The little neck, they got the little new neck. Oh, oh yeah, nah, my bomb ain't got that. Yeah, nah, it ain't no leaning back. You just, boy, I know I'm asleep with my neck jerking. Boy, I give you one of nah, these joints. It's, it's about a, like a little bit of a lean. It's a little bit, and it's right there on your neck. I'm like, this is perfect. They like, yeah, go ahead, and go to sleep. I'm good for a cake. They, they got a little rounding thing right there. They be like, yeah, go ahead, and go to sleep. I'm like, perfect. I don't like that shit. Look, he don't like that. Work. He don't like that shit one bit. It might work better for him because I think what messes him up is that I don't like if I can't sleep comfortable like that, I will go like this. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm falling and this nigga gotta grab. He think that mess. Y'all don't like that. Y'all don't like when we fall asleep in a chair. Nah. I never asked my mom because I don't want to hear the truth. My head nah. like this, especially just, like like you, your fade is tight. If you fall, if you lean in, like fuck the lineup. Like the fade alone can go up too high. Oh, and that'd be tragic, bro. You can't, you gotta let that grow back out. And I'm yeah, the type of nigga to no wake up and that. be like, bro, why my shit don't match on both sides? He'd be like, nigga, you asleep. Why <laughs> <laughs> a nigga like, he like this, or he falling forward. I'm like, bro, just, my shit just a little like, it ain't squared off a little bit better. He, 
Like uh, next time, I don't fall asleep. Nigga. Like damn. no promises, Slim. I'm gonna catch me a nappy in the chair. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna catch dog. me one. Do you tell your barber straight up? Like I'm gonna. I'm gonna... Nah, man, it'd be a surprise to us both. Cause sometimes oh, I don't know. <laughs> sometimes I sleep, it just creep up on me. I got our kids are almost the same age. I think you were seven and two. Yep. Yeah, I'm six and one and a half. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. depending on what that night looked like. Both girls? Oh, no, both girls. girls. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah, in bro. for it. You yeah. are in for it. I'm in there. You in yeah. is the one and the one and a half already doing the mind? She in the mind stage? What you mean? Everything's nah, it's her. she's in the parrot stage. So oh, I dropped a glass of it. That's like, oh shit. She oh shit. I'm like, no. Out of all the compound <laughs> no. words I say on a daily basis, that's oh, the one you choose. They know what hit. Oh man. They can tell what hit. They I feel hit. like it feels good to them, like it does Hell for yeah, us. Like I feel way. like there's the some type of rip. Yeah. Because <laughs> my daughter way. did it, and I was just like, you used it the right way. How was yes. your daughter? She's four. With the feeling. Oh, yeah, they put yeah, the yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. But she had a look and an attitude behind it. And I was just, and then she smiled immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I know you knew what you mm-hmm. did. You knew while you were doing it. Mm-hmm. And you knew it was going to bother me. But you did it anyway That's just to get that. That's the dad figure, bro. Right. <laughs> you knew that. You knew that at a 45 yeah. degree you know, angle like to get the point Nigga, you knew. And. And it's like, I can't say nothing because it's like, man, where she learned it from? Right like, here, she used yeah. it just like I would have used it. Oh, that's I hate modeling kids. good behavior, bro. That's the, cool, that's the good thing about kids. It really, you got to check yeah, yourself. you got to check yourself. It'd be like, constantly. Get it from nowhere else. But man, do that when I'm teaching you how to tie your shoes. Do that when I'm teaching you how to make your food. Like, there's your relativity when I'm showing you how to do gravitational properties. Why can't you retain that <laughs> for real <laughs> shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, pick it up. They want you to do that other shit for them, especially the girls. Like, you want me to brush your teeth for you every oh, bro, morning? Yeah, like, you that. want me to all wipe that. the corners and all just, that. like, just. Right. That's Is that what inspired you to become Woo. a therapist? Is it women and little girls <laughs> and they mindsets? Just working you. Exactly, working you. Like you're not even working your nerves, yeah, like right. just working you. Do you do therapy uh, on yourself? Like you stare I do. in the mirror? All the time, all oh, the time. Oh shit, I was, that was a total Yeah, talk. all the you time, stare in the bro. Mirror and do I, mirror? Yeah. Nah, I don't stare in the mirror. That's a little too literal <laughs> for me, but yeah. I gotta check myself. I gotta check my biases. So? I gotta, one of the dope things about being a therapist is when you, it's a really, we talked about the intimate relationship. Right, that's, that's an intimate, intimate relationship sure. because we sitting about as close as me and you are right now or me and you and we having a conversation about shit that you probably ain't told nobody Real talk. you know things that you probably think all the time and you feel in your body but you never said out loud so we going through this and, and and i don't always agree with what you say or i'm a human humans judge everything that's what we do talk. i don't not judge because i'm a therapist but i'm trained to catch my judgments before they reach my core, before they affect my decision making or the way that I see things. So I know I got biases. I'm a young black man grew up in the hood. I know when I see the police, I'm gonna have biases. And instead of saying the world is exactly the way that I view this shit, it's more like my my viewpoint is because of my lived experience. It don't reflect that way for everybody. You don't see it that way, you don't see it that way, and y'all don't have to. This is my stuff. It's my baggage, my luggage, my way of seeing the world. It's not right. It's not wrong. It just is. So it allows me to look at my own shit and not feel guilt or shame or some type of judgment or feel compelled to live by societal standards. This is where I'm at. You ever had to uh, to take on somebody's complaints mm-hmm. and it been too much for you? Like a friend? No, like uh, like a client, like a real client, where it's like maybe you had to do three, four sessions today, and you exhausted. 
And you're like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't do that fourth session because y'all just <laughs> did. Y'all, it's like emotionally draining. Because I, I realized when doing it with my therapist, even my therapist one time was like, oof, like, you cool? Like, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's heavy, dude. It happens. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't like you was cool this whole time, and like I, I just wanted to know like on the other side of that, when that feeling that, whew, like does that come over you, and has it ever come over you to where you felt like you know what, whoever my next client is, maybe we should push this till tomorrow. <laughs> nah, nah, I never felt like that. I think it'd be similar with basketball, and you have a long, exhausting practice, mm-hmm. but you know it's something you still need Working. to do, so you gonna get a few more shots in. Are you tired? Yes. Yeah, you ready to go home? Absolutely, but there's an objective that's more important than the immediate feeling. You can look over that right now right. to get to where you need to get. I right. love helping people in therapeutic sessions. So it's the only environment where I don't think about myself at all. It's I'm not there, I'm there, I'm listening to what you say, but like my thoughts, I'm just trying to connect the pieces so I can help you connect the pieces. Right. I'm not really caught up in my own, I don't feel exhausted because once you leave the session, it's gone. I don't I don't feel that afterwards. Some sessions be heavy though. And afterwards I might need to take me a little five minute break, go get a coffee, go get a water, watch right, some YouTube you, or something. Sometimes you literally holding, like I know you connecting dots, but it's, there's therapy sessions where you're literally holding this person up. Like they're down bad. Yeah. Like their mental is all fucked up. Their mm-hmm. emotional level is fucked up. They may just pour it all out and be emotional and just be crying. And it's like, like you said, being a fucking human, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't be able to sit there. Like I, I all the time look at it like when I got to talk to my daughters and they're crying or there's something wrong with them. Like in the moment, it's like you just did X, Y, and Z. And I really need to correct Y and Z. Mm. But X got you crying so hard that I need to be empathetic to X. So I'm like, I couldn't sit there in a therapy session with somebody and they bawling, crying, or just going through it. And I can't see myself not being like, man, like, you cool? <laughs> Why would they do that to you? <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, I'm looking at it like, damn, my daughter's going through it. Like, if somebody's upset and I feel like, mm-hmm. damn, I can't help them. That's like, legitimate, but the the difference is with your daughters, you have an emotional connection there. You also have a parental responsibility. Break that down, you have a paternal responsibility that goes back to the way that you see manhood, the way you see fatherhood, the way you envision yourself. It's a lot of stuff connected to that. This person is my client. You're not my friend. You're not my friend. You're my client. That's not what this environment is. You have a whole bunch of people who you know, who you're related to, who are gonna be happy to lie to you, who gonna be happy to placate you to make you feel good. That's not why you pay me. You pay me to ease you into an uncomfortable truth that I reveal something to you that's keeping you from doing what the fuck you feel like you need to do in life. So I'm not I'm not connected to the experience in that way. Damn. That's amazing. That is, that that's takes, tra- that definitely answer. takes. How long does that training take? Uh, School-wise, man, it's three years of grad school. It's about a year and a half, two years of internship. Then you gotta get 3,000 hours of practicing. Y'all so that's that, about man. five years, about four or five years. Take five years, man. Y'all nah, nah, five on top of the three niggas. on top of the two. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, because that was just from graduate. All right, so it takes 10 years. You can't just put on no robe in front of no fireplace, my nigga. Like, yeah, you can't just buy some microphones you and set up in your kitchen. Uh, what is it, what and... he said, what, uh, what Jordan said this was, an S7? Yeah, what's the name of these? What's these, S70? Huh? Yeah, 
Yeah, SM7. SM7. Are these yeah, the short joints? Buy a couple of yeah, SM7s man, and sit down yeah. and start a, start being a therapist, nigga. That's the problem. You can though. No, you can't. That, you got it take years. What you say? It take ten years of this shit. It's bruh, years in this if shit. If you got a nice camera and you got a nice microphone and you tell people what they want to hear, you use either money and you religion just, but you just or love. It. If they do that, they a friend. They a friend. That's not a client. But he's That's saying a most people. If you you can see that. No, that, you, you can see. Friend. But you can see that. You had they a different awareness, that, bro. Yeah. If you tuning in, this is Iman amongst <laughs> me, and y'all can see that now. <laughs> you, you'll be surprised how easy it is to take advantage of people. All you got to do is hit them in a soft spot. Money, love, or something personal. With men, it'll probably be like hair loss or erectile dysfunction. With women, it'll probably be weight loss or something like that. Or just overall looks. You take that. You placate them to the point where you make them feel like they're infallible. You're a victim. Everything these people do, they're doing you wrong. These people are bad and you are good. You do not deserve this. You take something irrational and you make it their norm. You need to be with somebody who's going to only pay attention to you. Do they have a life? No. Do they have dreams? Hell no. You manifested them out of nothing. Their job is to make you happy. And then you villainize the people on the other side. And you just continually tell them what they want to hear. You hold them to no modicum of accountability. They'll listen to whatever you say, and they'll never stop to think that you didn't really help them. You just placated them. Damn. And they'll buy the product. Oh, they'll buy the they'll product. The they'll session. buy the book. Yeah. They'll, they'll be loyal to you. Damn, he breaking all that. Yeah. How I feel? <laughs> How I feel? Boy, you thought you was smooth. Boy, I, <laughs> boy, I ain't got to spend that money on y'all uh, uh, algorithms. <laughs> For real, that algorithm will put anything on your screen. Boy, I swear, oh God. <laughs> Listen, it'll, it'll guess what you like, and even if you don't like it, your ass like it now. <laughs> That's what's crazy. I don't like that. I, let's put that out there. I do not like somebody telling me what I like. That's AI, mm-hmm. man. That's but AI. I hate it. That's the That's world we're moving into. Yeah, you, you know right. what pissed me off the other day? They showed me what Michael Jackson would look like. Oh yeah, with if, a beard and shit. Yeah, that was like if he would have never, never touched surgery. his face. That's and AI. If he never had vigil. Uh, what you is it? Vitiligo. 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 If vitiligo never uh, came into him. And but you about to say vigilante for a second? I sure was. <laughs> I sure was. I was going to rock with it though. I you call him out I was going to rock with it. Nigga said, that's close enough. <laughs> He yeah, but I, it's it's it, they showed him, and I'm looking at the shit like, yeah, he should have looked like that, and I'm looking like, bro, the man that had, didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> like, dog, how y'all gonna do that? It's Tell wild. me how he would have looked. It's he didn't it, look like just that. He, but it's just what he's saying. It's like they're placating on that. That's they know up. people gonna think that. That's fucked up. Don't tell me what I'm gonna look like when I'm older, because if I don't look like that shit, I'm gonna be bothered, bro. bro. <laughs> It'll bother me. My dumb ass, before I had, I don't know if y'all did this for y'all had kids. My dumb ass was going through app. Me and Tiana was taking our pictures, trying see to put them together, like. trying to see what our kids look disrespectful, like. disrespectful, bro. They are, they I'm are. Ass. But I'm not gonna lie, I believe one time no. we did make Junie, bro. <laughs> no. She looked like Junie. No. I'm no. telling you. They always look goofy. They gave me, no, 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 they gave me like a dude version look. And then they gave me the one version where it was like, all right, this is bad uh, software or whatever the fuck, like whatever y'all shit is that made this sucks. Like y'all just didn't do a good job, CGI, whatever the fuck. And then that, that we had a couple of different ideas. We bought some apps. 
Did some oh, shit. My man was into it. Oh, bro, I ain't got shit to do for nine months. I ain't got to carry the motherfucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't had shit this to do. Man, to... man Just... after practice, I'm like, man, what you think? Which picture should we use? You got a picture where your eye, both your eyes need to be real open, though. Like, so we can oh, really see lucky, the features. Man. And my we... kids were looking like Gotham table. City villains and them little mashups. It was looking terrible. You did them, though. I, yeah, you, you did. Know. Oh, man, he did them. I fell, I fell for the swoon. Yeah, oh, for the swoon. It'd, like, it'd be like, it'll go through and it'll be like, see what you're, like the moment you start saying that, you you know, y'all pregnant, it's like, they just, the ass just come and it'd be like, see what your kid looks like. It'd be on your mind, dog. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you envision a oh, face bro. you never seen before? Like, I wonder what you gonna look like. And then you see their little face, you're like, oh, yeah. that makes sense. And it's like, no, it don't, nigga. <laughs> you <laughs> been knew what you and your girl look like. You been knew that. Yeah, knew that's that. what and I you knew felt your like. your kid wasn't gonna be nowhere off from what you and your girl oh. look like. Y'all My daughters don't look nothing like I thought they would. Oh, for real? Nah, what? nah, they look more like me. I thought they look like my wife, man. Oh, no, they do that. Mm. No, 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 the kids do that. They go back and forth. You yeah, know the trick? Yeah. There's a trick to it. A real trick. This nigga, real first off, first of all, this week. Hold on, hold on. He's a hold geneticist, on. bro. Week. You ain't know. He's all type of shit. This nigga professional. Listen, kick your listen, game, bro. Listen, I'm, I'm all this. Kick your game, I mean, dog. I didn't have this when I was, well, you saw, I was a young father. I didn't have this, uh, what was it, 2008? Mm. When my son was born, yep. I didn't have all of this. It wasn't apps and all of that, so. 2007. Oh, yeah. Wait. 2007. No, it was eight. He's in February. 2007. He's born in February. Oh, seven. So he's just going to tell me when my mm. son's born. Okay. He wasn't but born anyway. My, uh, anyway. So wait a minute. Was, was, like, was yeah, it 07 or 08? What's, what's up? He wasn't born my senior year. Michael's born my senior year? Yes. I was not a senior. Wait, no. I was not there a senior, go. bro. Wait, what? Your go. son was born in 07. I graduated high school in 05. The whole thing go down right now. I graduated high school in 05. Yeah. You were not a... Oh, you said senior in high school. I'm yeah, a senior, yeah, yeah, I was a senior in high school. Yeah, unless, yeah. unless Mike yeah. just. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were a senior. We went to the games when he was a little baby. Remember, he was brand new when we took him to the games. Straight up. That's I why I fuck with the pod, yeah. dog. That's a real conversation, <laughs> dog. That's what I be oh, looking we for. We gonna have that. But yeah, 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 hold on. Let me finish. Time we didn't have all that. One more question. Yeah. <laughs> you had uh, not. I don't remember what password it is why y'all be trying to hack and shit. He probably done changed it already now. But there was a 2007 uh, thing that I had and I literally had it because of Micah. So you telling me this whole time yeah, I haven't known wrong. this nigga's yeah, birthday. Yeah, that is after. insane. It's all right. It's a little tricky sometimes. Mike, man, that's some bullshit. <laughs> but, uh, Boy, anyway, you announce your date. It's oh, now it's his fault. Now it's his fault. Micah, I ought to kick your little ass, boy. <laughs> Well, I don't know kids. your birthday. It's a little tricky sometimes as well. That's like, great, cause I'm baffled. I'm like, bro, I just knew it. Yeah, I just knew it. Like, <laughs> confidently telling motherfuckers like, yeah, my nephew, yeah, you first nephew, 07. That's know? how you get the internet therapist. Real you get a good camera and a microphone, you just confidently tell people the wrong thing and they gonna eat it, man. That's crazy. But we didn't have all this, so what I did was mm -hmm. I look at baby pictures. That's the best way to find out what the kid is immediately going to look like. Mm -hmm. If it looks more like, say, if the traits are more dominant on the mother's side, chances are 
it's gonna look like the mother as what a baby. What does that mean? Uh, more dominant on the mother side. So How say if the mother, like? say if all the mothers on the mother side of the family they kind of favor each other, not just look alike, but like favor each other. Like so there's a like, strong reoccurring characteristic. Like lips like with, like with black people, it's nose. lips yeah, and yeah, noses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, lips and noses with black people is like that. Hispanic people, it's eyes, eyebrows, and lips. Shut up. We know. We're moving on. So. If you look at that, compare them. A man is on the phenotypes. Keep going, bro. I'm with you. I gotta give you the backstory because everybody's laughing. Everybody knows, but you. There's no inside joke here. (laughs) 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 My daughter's half Dominican. He swears I am. We have the same parents. Grew up in the same house. None of it's true. It's propaganda. A microphone and a camera is gonna make people believe it. So I'm here to dispel right now in front of you. That ain't true. My daughter's half Dominican. That's why everybody's snickling and laughing. But that's how I can tell. (laughs) Her mother's full Dominican. God, you know what? Move on. Move on. We gonna move on. I sense that there is uh, there's an animosity. Always an animosity too. Because I ain't gonna lie. When we was younger, I'm I'm gonna just why is he crying? Because it's funny. funny. (laughs) Why is he crying? Because it's it's crazy how many times that like. Conversations lead to a point where you you have to talk about the Spanish side of things. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes to you. <laughs> Kier, do not participate sorry, in this. Don't, no, don't on, cry man. either, I'm man. I'm trying not to. It's happening, dog. It's, I told you. He said it's happening. Therapy. <laughs> I told you somebody start crying. Humans just do it. It's like black people oh, running. No, I'm going to therapy. Black people this. start running. We all take off. Right. Like, oh my I'm God. going after this. Oh, after this, man. I'm scheduling my appointment. Because so, I can't. I'm proud of you, dog. You got to get that off your shoulders, man. I do. Yeah. Touching on therapy. Does everybody, is it a, does everybody need therapy? I'm careful with the word need because I think <clears throat> therapy has kind of been weaponized specifically towards men, black men as something you need to do to fix you. You need to go to therapy because there's something wrong with you. Yeah. I would just reframe that and say, I think everybody can benefit from therapy. I love that. Yeah, it's folks who think they don't need to go. And I, you, you can't force somebody into something they're not ready for. Shit, that was me until like the middle of last year. A word? What changed? Uh, I got like really destructive tendencies and mm-hmm. I didn't know I had them until then and it mm. was like I was on the verge of like just losing stuff mm. and it wasn't like you know like losing my family or nothing like that but it was like uh you know like just losing hope losing faith that mm. you know like I had uh suicidal ideology ideologies ideation ideation mm. there you go uh and it wasn't that like I wanted to kill myself but it was just like uh, like I don't see the need to be here or it's like they would be better off if, if I wasn't, I wasn't here. here. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I used to think about that about my kids and stuff. And then when I started realizing that, that's when I was just like, I can't do this on my own. Man, that's, or I was just that's like, powerful, bro. At first, I was just like, I'm not built like I used to be. Like, I can't. Like, I care about certain shit more now that I didn't give a fuck about when I was 25. It's crazy. That's what mm-hmm. I. That, and sitting in my seat, like hearing you say that, like, as my older brother, like in my mind, I'm like. I gotta be more like him because he can adjust and not give a fuck. Like my younger self used to be like, nigga, I got all these these thoughts and these doubts and all this shit on me. I'm like, I wish I could just put that. Like Ari probably got all this shit, but he just put his book bag on and go to school and then come home. If he got an issue with somebody, he don't even like 
all the way evaluate the repercussions of the punch. He just throw that bitch like. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I want to get down like that. Like, mm -hmm. I'm but sick that's of the thing. calculated that shit. But that works when you're, basically, you can, it, that can work. Like, to me, in my situation, that was like an ego. So it was kind of like another person. So it's like I go into a mode if I was, like, stressed or unhappy or if I felt, like, lonely for whatever reason. It didn't have to be, like, a specific instance, but I would just, you know, I would release in a really destructive way. Like, I'll break something. Or I'll hit somebody. Oh yeah. Or, and right after, what's fucked up and what's really scary is right after it <laughs> happens. Feel not no. That's the thing. Back then, yes, I felt better because I, you know, like <laughs> doing up. shit like that. Or I won the fight. But now, especially mm -hmm. if it's somebody that I knew I could terrible. overpower, or I knew, you know, I should have. I should know how to lost yeah, the fight. Yeah, yeah, you feel yeah. like you yeah. lost the fight to the other. Thing. Not even that. Like it's to me, it wasn't even a fight. It was just like I shouldn't even participated in that. Like I'm a hundred percent like, yo, I shouldn't have done that. Like it, it don't feel like me. Like mm. it feels like that was That's somebody what I mean, you else. Lost the fight to that other person that you were. Yeah, it's kind of like I've lost the fight to myself. It was like I mm -hmm. knew. Like, and I'll get into situations now where it's like I gotta reel myself back in, but it takes a lot. It's That's almost like, like a physical That's battle. Why like moonlight. Huh. That's why you like movies. Oh yeah, I told oh, that, you that. that movie was good, man. That's why yeah. you like the show. Oh, it's a show? Oh, you're talking about uh the movie or the show? You said Moonlight or Moon Knight? Moon Knight is a show. Moonlight was a movie. Moonlight was a movie with I love that movie. It's a great Mahershala movie. Mahershala Ali. Yeah, with Mahershala Ali. You don't know who that is. He just You don't know who Mahershala is? You have a He should. He should, I, but I, I'm he not don't. gonna I'm not gonna do that thing. He don't thing. know Cottonmouth, he don't know nothing. It's I'm not gonna do that thing when you say you don't do or know something and then somebody just repeat that shit real loud. <laughs> you don't know it. Like, like that's supposed to make it happen. Like, oh yeah, you right. I do know it all of a sudden now. <laughs> It's supposed to osmosis into your I'm brain because I'm offended. I'm the worst with knowing actors because actors usually, if you're any good, I'm gonna call you your character. So mm -hmm. I don't. If never, I was an actor, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah, I don't ever associate their actual. Like, I'm not a credits guy. I'm already out of the movie. Like I'm gone. <laughs> but man, man, when you see a but when you see a part, especially like Mahershala, all of his parts is like I can grab something and be like, yo, I think like that. He, right. killed oh, yeah. he killed that shit. I knew dog. Denzel because people would like, they brought him outside. He's like, to me, he's like a new modern Denzel. If I saw him, I probably would know who he is. You know him my face. Yeah, yeah, you know him. I've seen him before. Tall, dark skinned dude, yeah. man. Talk real slow. That doesn't did you see, narrow uh, it down at did all. Did you see Luke Cage? Yes. Remember in the first season, his name was Cottonmouth. He was the first. Uh, nope. Can't do it like that. He was that. the nigga with the cane. Can't do it like that. So luckily, you're doing that thing. It's 2023. Like, you try to explain luckily, it. He's still trying to give him pieces. Yes, I know him. Yes, I know him. There you go. Know him well. He finna play Blade, man. Couple, Shout out to him. Oh, he about to do Blade? You didn't know that? Nah. Oh, yeah. Ah, see? That's where we got an issue. No, I don't have an issue. Yes, Did, wait, he, see, he didn't know nothing issue. about it. Now he got an issue. Now we got an issue. Are you a nostalgia guy that's like, all oh, the best West. rap was back in the day and everything now was trash? No. No. Okay. He don't I feel like, like that about, about music. He okay. feel like that about everything else. Though. I don't like, I don't like. He feel that about everything else. Just not music. Not everything. Yeah, it is. Because even fashion, I like the new fashion. I, like we've done, that's what I'm saying. Even though people say like everything about hip hop and rap and how it <laughs> needs to be back. It's like, bro, even though, yes, you have those couple of artists now that they got the young artists that can give you bubblegum music. 
which I'm sure we had back in the 90s. Oh, we, oh, yeah, definitely we definitely had, did. bro. You know what I'm saying? Nostalgia sure. be kicking people ass. Like, I'm they, like, it, bro, I'm sure in the 90s there was a couple of artists that was on the radio that y'all didn't Oh, no, there were tons of artists. About. Yeah, there like, were tons of artists. It's just Instagram didn't show you that they had 23 million the followers. Speed, exactly. So you didn't, you didn't feel like they was that, but they was that. Yeah. They was getting spins. They was getting whatever. They was coming and fans was screaming at mm-hmm. TLR. I mean, uh, what is that? TLR? TRL. TRL. Total Request Live. Total yeah, Request Live. Yeah, they Daily was doing all that, yeah, screaming yeah. loud as fuck and all that shit. Like, but there was some people with boo boo out. That shit was boo boo. Yeah. But it's like, bro, we had to cipher through it in a different way, and now you got a different appeal to it. To where it's like, I now know about these songs. And I can talk about these songs. We could point them out. We could have a long hour conversation. Now I'm like, niggas wasn't doing that in the nineties. It's just that shit weak. We not we not saying it out loud. Nah, you right, man. We get flooded. We get inundated with information now. I was on Spotify the other day and I was just going through and I'm like, damn, it's a lot of new artists I never heard of. It's almost too much music to consume. It's too much. It, it is. It's way too much. It's a low barrier for entry now. Anybody can get a microphone. It's the same. We having the same conversation cyclically. Mm-hmm. It's the same as the content. Mm-hmm. Anybody can do it. The plus part to a low barrier entry is it ain't no gatekeeping. Anybody can participate. The bad part to a low barrier entry is there's no gatekeeping. Everybody can participate. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's how we, that's how I feel about it. It's crazy, though. You got a uh, a way of presenting things when you just said. Um, before you was like, people could come take all their money and take advantage of you if you like deliver it like this. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you've studied and your understanding of both sides, what keep you from taking advantage of a motherfucker? Bro, that was an ill transition. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my undergrad was mass media journalism, so I, I, I see it, that was an ill transition. I think I, I prioritize being a good person, dog. Like before I was doing the social media thing, I was working in the community, helping people get jobs, who's fresh out of jail, fresh out of the shelter. Right. I worked in education at schools for kids with behavioral challenges, trying to get them and their families on track. I worked for the for the whole city school system, getting kids with IEPs and 504s, building job programs mm. for them. Oh, damn, I spent, boy. Yeah, I spent Making a lot of my life like helping other people. Nah, bro. What you doing like is I different. Ain't help the community nah, at all, bro, God nah. damn it. I, I I disagree, dog. Just seeing you and your family and the way you move, bro. Yeah. You're helping the community. You oh, just shit, we grew up in uh. Well, he might be too village. young to remember. No, <laughs> ah, that's funny. But we grew up. Our father uh, used to volunteer at our church, and we would go to uh, shelters and feed the homeless. A word. But we used to do it not really knowing. Like it was kind of fun. That's and after beautiful. a while, we kind of knew some of the people. Like I come back and be like, oh that's shit. Beautiful, that's beautiful, bro. Yeah, he don't remember. You were too young. Damn. But yeah. yeah. That we used probably to do it, like, built some of your Sunday. personality now, dog. Yeah. We were there sure. like every other Sunday. And he had all of us there. Like our mom wasn't there either. So it was kind of like free roam. Mm-hmm. It was in like a gym. And they had like a, a stage on there. So the little, little kids would be up there. It was a couple kids in there who were like, I don't know if they were crack babies or not, but My they were. said crack babies. Oh, yeah. we from the generation, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was, product. They was yeah. the product. Yeah, but it was just like, you know, like you know we were just, well min- but we were just mingled in with them. And I remember at first just thinking like, like, Something's like off. if mom knew we was up here, this wouldn't be happening. <laughs> she wouldn't like, like this. Like some of these people in here, like he down real bad. It's like, and I know he got drugs on him. It's just like, but it was just, I remember dad didn't say nothing. Our daddy didn't say a word. Didn't tell us like, yeah, watch out for this. Do that, do that, do that, do that. 
we kind of learned on our own. And I remember I just fell in with my older brother. He was just like helping sweep up and like that was it. And I remember serving like that's I remember like serving. I think it was like mashed potatoes or something. That's beautiful, dog. Like you didn't have to hold a place. But I was just a little kid, too. Like they gave me an apron and everything. You want to know what's wild? I somewhat somewhat remember going there. I remember playing. I don't remember physically serving. Maybe I was too small to actually physically serve or do anything. But I remember playing. And I remember a long line of people trying to eat. But I don't remember like what the fuck we was doing. That's crazy that you yeah, say I that. I think it was like doing. every other Sunday or one yeah, Sunday a month or something. But I remember after a while we knew we were going mm-hmm. and we were kind of like excited to go. And as kids, battle. it was like super like genuine. Like that's where I feel like a lot of like my, like the giving side. Sure, of, like, yeah, that's where that comes from. Mine is uh, seeing dad. I remember my father had to uh, help uh, this lady out of her wheelchair. And I just remember him being mad about, he didn't, he wasn't originally supposed to do it. She needed help. And I think like people were like acting like they didn't want to hurt her, like hurt her, but really just touch, like they didn't want to help. Cause it's like, that ain't my granny type of feeling. Mm-hmm. And I just saw him be like, all oh, y'all move type shit. Like y'all ass out the way and just like gave himself up to do whatever. And ever since then, it's like when I see any elderly person or any person that truly just physically can't do something, I'm like, bro, I physically, like that's one thing that I'm good at and I'm gonna use until I can't use it no more. But I'm like, bro, like you need something off the top of the fridge, got you. <laughs> Dog, it sets your baseline. <laughs> Real really, and, and alternatively- Can't walk up the stairs, I'll carry you. We know dudes that grew up in situations where instead of seeing your daddy help somebody out of a wheelchair, you see him knock somebody out. Take you see him be quick to see him take advantage of somebody because he got to be dominant to prove that he that dude. That sets your baseline in a different way as well. You see how this sits in the back of your mm-hmm. brain and probably informs some of your decision making. You don't have to think about it. It's kind of unconscious. The, the the inverse is true as well. That's wow. And that's what I was feeling. Like it's, it's weird. It comes full circle. Like in the beginning of my life, that worked like being you know, kind of numb to your feelings, not oh, yeah. really dealing with anything while it happens or in real time. And then by the time you're calmed down and you should be dealing with it, you still got that weird wired mindset and you just like, fuck that. Like, I'm not gonna deal with it. And now at this point, you can't, I can't do it. I wish you would have dealt with that shit when we was fighting <laughs> back in high school, I'll tell you what. Yeah, no, but that's what kind of got, that's what that's what's God, wild about man, it. This, that, boy, this boy's so understanding now, my that's why, But that's why it's that fucked age, up, because it's like, that's what got me kind of through that period of my life. Like maybe at a certain point I needed that, but I never knew how to turn it off. That's the thing, so, man, it, especially going from boyhood to manhood, mm-hmm. because there is no, how do you know when you're a man? There's no rite of passage, there's no, biological anything you just one day you're a boy and then you wake up and the world looks at you like a man and you got to determine whether or not that's really who you are Mm -hmm. you know and it's like i always use this comparison to a freight train you know freight trains be long they be having a hundred cars on them weighing a million tons if a trait if a freight train is going full speed and that joint going down the track and the conductor sees something on the track and say oh i'm about to hit that he gonna hit the brake that train ain't gonna stop just because he hit the brakes, that train gonna go for another 15, 20, 30 miles probably. I don't know how long it takes a train right, to stop, right, but right. that's a lot of momentum. 
just like your prior experiences, the reactions you got to the ways that you used to behave, all these things, the things that happen to you, the things that you hold close, the things that you shrug off, the way your mama talked to you, the way the women look at you, the way your peers treat you. All of that affects your personality just because now you grown and you with kids. The expectation is you a grown man. You're supposed to be able to hit the brakes and that 20 ton train is supposed to stop like a Honda Civic. Mm -hmm. Nah, that joint going to slide for miles. You don't your brain doesn't always know that things are different, that you need to react differently. Like this this way of going about shit isn't helpful anymore. You don't always know that, you know, until you have a thought like maybe it's better if I'm not here. And then you say, wait, that ain't it. Let me go see somebody about that. Let me go holler at somebody about that. That's crazy. Man, that's the way the mind work, bro. Uh, uh, that's the best oh, analogy. Oh, that's what I was gonna say, for, dog. Like just the baggage and the weight that, like, I don't want to say all black men, but I was saying. Hell yeah, say no, all black men. No, 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 no. Some carrying saying, real life 100 cars back there. But I'm just saying, that's this, exactly how that Sometimes I'm just bro. saying, sometimes it's different for each person. Like, some people, though, may be able to stop everything and be okay for a while. Oh, gotcha. But gotcha. you know what I'm saying? Temp, it's just like, yeah. Fix. I've never yeah. met a man who could do that. I'd always emphasize black men, but real talk, it's, it's all men. Cause yeah. they're a lot of white men, man. They getting they getting crushed in their relationships, that's, bro. Yeah, they getting crushed. Know. That's what we oh, should. Oh, bro, they getting crushed. Bro. That's what. Remember, I they told you. They getting crushed, bro. What's the pressure of a white? What's 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 it's the not a, pressure it's not, of a white? Yeah, it's not really a pressure, though. Yes, it is. No, it's, it's not a pressure. I want to know what they pressures are. If a white man came sat down and had to like mentally do that without tricking on a specific person, like yeah. give me like a a, a, a generic. Like this is the type of issues they have as opposed to what I usually deal with with black men. That it's like that's crazy but that y'all got to deal with. That. We can't compare. Yes, we fucking bro. I can't. It's it's, it's you can compare some intersections. There are commonalities. We're both men. We're both family men. Yeah. I think people, man, black people gonna kill me for this, but hear me out. I think that people are a little too married to parts of their identity sometimes. Like if a dude, my first client was a gay white man. We had nothing in common. And I think about him all the time because he taught me so much. But it's the identity. If you got a black boy who's also an immigrant, who's also queer, he got all these different identities. Yeah. The identity that you bump the hardest for is usually going to be the one you got to fight the hardest for in society. You mean bump the hardest. So like the identity the that you, you really want. Yeah, the, the, or the identity that's the most salient, the one that's the first part of your identity that hops in your brain. My yeah. first thing in my identity is I'm a black man. Right. Because that's what I got to fight the hardest for in society. But this dude got to fight. He's an immigrant. He's first generation American. That's an identity that's, that's Bro, crazy that he got to fight for. He's queer. He's black. And he's a man. Queer usually is going to be the identity that he fights the hardest for. It's going to be the one closest to him because that's in tough. society, that's the one that get judges judged the most. That's the one he got to fight back with people the most. But you being a black man is just one part of your identity. It's not your whole identity. You, a white guy and an Asian guy, all coming to the office, y'all can have the same issues. It's it's the same issue fundamentally, but the way that you see it and the way that you handle it is impacted by your religion, by your culture. It's the same fundamental issue. People think that they're so different from one another. They not. That's why. That's why I wanted to ask. Is he a therapist? They not. Oh no. He get behind the closed door. I'm like, bro, ain't no white boy gonna look at the black dude. Y'all not gonna come together and talk about your insecurities, like. 
that's also a like I know as a black man I wear a chip on my shoulder that it's like if a white dude was to come to me like asking me if I'm cool I'm a hundred percent good shorty yeah yeah I'm a hundred percent good whether I'm fucked up or not that's like you said experience taught me I don't I'm not I'm not even tired around you Nick yeah culturalization you know bro. real talk I'm yeah. not even putting my hands on my knees and breathing hard shorty I'll stand straight up put my hands over my head and drink some water in front of you like I don't want to show any type of weakness. Like I don't want sympathy. I don't want, I don't want you to tiptoe it. Don't don't tell me an answer a different way than you told him. Mm-hmm. Like I'm big on that, but that's what you saying. Like the black man shit. It's just cool to know. Like when the door closed, it's like, bro, I'm sitting here. I listen to all y'all. Like y'all ain't fighting for your racial identity. Like that ain't what y'all in the therapy session doing. But you know what? You know, some are. You want to know what's funny? Some definitely are, bro. But you want to know something that's funny? Men and women have that same dynamic. When you talk about how hard it is to be a man around a group of women, he not trying. He not trying. Yeah, they not trying. And in turn, and at a at a dude, you be like, you know what? Cool. I just won't say nothing. Exactly. You feeling validated, and you completely. But you still got the need, though. You still got the need to be seen, heard, understood. But now you got this wall up because you know you're not going to get the need from that person. Mm-hmm. And then it translates. Oh, since this woman's like this, all women like that. And it just compounds. I mean, they do the same to us. Women do that to men all the time. And I'm sorry. I know I say so. No, no, no. It's not wrong. That's the thing. It's not wrong. No, I'm sorry. No, he's right, though. He's saying, like, it's not. It's It, it does happen, though. It exists for a reason, bro. I'm just being accountable for it. Yeah, like, it's just you know it, I don't know at what year I did it, but I know good and goddamn. Everybody well, I've said that before, man. All you same, man. Yeah, no. All y'all the same. You say the same. You think the same. We all been there. You bro. want the same. You want the same. You talk to any man. My photographer, he he got a baby on the way. He got one oh, kid. And he got a baby bro. on the way. Oh, he about to do two hundred two. That boy wild. <laughs> but hey, boy, listen, man. But but all of us yeah. go through the same shit. We get all in the get same. Get sleep now. He might have to hire some help. Oh, bro. For the, just for sleep. <laughs> just for sleep. Like after he wake up, he get his six, seven hours. I wish I would have got a night nanny. We didn't know what the fuck we was getting into. And in Cleveland, that would have helped us a lot to get a, a night nanny. Me and T was doing that shit ourselves. And mom was coming. Her mama was coming. Like that first was, six, seven months is disgusting. Bro. And man, and I probably was adding extra pressure because I ain't no shit. And I'm like, we need to do it. Like it need to be us so that the kid, this does. They no, learn the need, most in these. <laughs> no, it's got to be a shared because that's what I did. Yeah, but you be thinking in your head like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna remember this the most. Like yeah, that's they're learning, they're that's, developing. That's, yeah. And another car to the, to the uh, exactly. The train. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. By, oh no, my kid too. You be like, man, fuck that. Somebody watch that little girl, man. <laughs> Are you eating stuff off the floor? Oh, Let bro. me put some more yeah, down. Right. Right. Yeah. Be all right. What is yeah, that? Yeah, I cleaned the floor. I sweep the other day. It's cool. Yeah, it be all right. Yeah, it be Just let her pop that. It's cool. We ain't worried about. That's why we got penicillin, dog. Everything okay. That's see now that's the nineties shit. Yeah. That's the nineties shit. She, will, say she will live, dog. They could say that. That's first kid, you oh my God, sweet precious baby. Did you just tall. fall on the ground? Second kid, you hear that scream. Like, I should have screamed. Yeah, that ain't the real one. That's how I, that ain't man, the real that's one. how I did both my kids. Like I don't because I don't really want to coddle them <laughs> and just be uh, you know, Rough hovering ass. over mm-hmm. them. Cause I'll do that if I'm just constantly checking on them and sh- I'll do that. But and I've done more with my daughter, but Without my son, but uh, yeah, at, at the same time, they both- Rough as a hill. Not just rough, but it's like, that's, it's, 
Like when you decide you're going to do everything or you don't need any help or you're not going to ask for help, it gets like, oh man, it's almost, <laughs> it's almost like you instantly regret what you're asking, asking for. for help. Absolutely, dog. It's, it's, it's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I did everything I could with this. I am beyond my limitations. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Somebody be. please help. That's what I'm saying. Hey, this is way beyond me. I outkick my coverage, brother. I That's have what, nothing here. When I start doing the point and shit, that means like, all right, man. It's like, I'm not finna beat you. I'm not gonna yell. I'm not gonna scream. I'm not tough. gonna do all the things you expect me to do. Like, I ain't gonna flip out. I'm gonna just leave you in this. And when you're tired of it, then you'll come back and I'm gonna you'll have come to come to and explain to you go. why this happened. Shout out to mature fatherhood, man. That's all it is. Yeah. Take oh a look. I had I only, I only had to really learn with my daughter. Like my son, it was just like, you know, like yeah, it was a couple of times I'll pop him every now and then. What made that just, different? You said that. And I was trying to decide in my head what one, I my age no more. and two, the situation. Because mm. I like when I had my son. I was really, really young. I didn't How old were you? I was 19. Ooh, bro. I was really young. Didn't Sheesh. know what to expect, but at the same time, knew everything. I was a fucking Sheesh. expert. I didn't care about other people's opinions. You were a child, bro. Basically. And had no clue. And was trying to like balance it and still like be okay. What the like, fuck is balance? What didn't is even that? know what it was back then. That's where it's crazy. It's like now I know there really is no balance. No, that's not but, a thing. Yeah, but. At that time, I'm just like, oh, well, if I do these things, if I get a job, I do this, I do this, I do this, I'll be straight. Or mm. I'll at least get to a point where everything's okay and I can deal. It never happened that way. No. It seemed like stuff just kept happening the that's, way that's the I care on it to happen. Yep. And I never changed anything about me either. Like back then, I was, I was like tunnel vision. I only thought about what I was feeling and what I was dealing with. And, it, and if somebody's reaction didn't match or whatever, I'm just like, fuck you. Now I'm like, man, I want to understand. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, now I want to understand why do you like, I care about how people view me now. It's like, especially my kids. I'm so, so glad like, you said that. If I, and I didn't back then, like back then that never crossed my mind how people viewed me. Like mm -hmm. when I walk into a room, how do I make other people feel? Do you mm -hmm. feel like now when you walk into a room, like you like have to give people different versions of yourself? Sometimes. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, do you feel sometimes. like that? Hell no. Nah. Yeah, I don't. I, I I mean, I probably will adjust my lingo. I'll adjust my lingo, but as far as like how I am and who I am, no, nah, I don't really like to. I I did it for basketball, but after basketball, it was like, yeah, that was a commitment at four, so I could change it up for them. <laughs> but it's like if they not paying me with my top rates and all that shit, it's like, bro, adjust for who? Do you think that you're more comfortable not adjusting because I mean? You being in the NBA, I've literally everybody know who you are. I've imprisoned myself. Like picture walking down the street, and uh, I don't know. Maybe today I want to I want to walk down the street and drink a beer, mm -hmm. but I'm thinking about how that look. You don't want everybody's perception to be Iman just be drinking on a Saturday. When in, in all actuality, it could be thinking the Bears game on on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. I was walking out the stadium. Mm -hmm. I walked across the street. My car was parked over here, and mm -hmm. I got a beer in my hand. But when you think about it as an athlete, you think about, oh, don't do that. Don't have beer in your hand. Don't do this. Oh, no, your friends are uh, doing X, Y, and Z. Can't be with them today. Don't want to stand by them. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they're doing this. I can't be over there by that. 
It's like, bro, a lot of decisions. I think by the end of the day, you just sitting in the corner like this. Real talk. But I ain't mess up. Yeah, real talk. But I ain't mess you, up. You being so safe, you ain't being yourself. You see what I'm saying? That's an indictment in the black community, man. That's why I'm like, yeah. in my mind, it's like after basketball, like people will be like, like people now have told me to adjust something. It's like, bro, if that's really who I am and you just didn't know that's who I was, nice to meet you. You know what I'm saying? Like now, like I'm not really adjusting my behavior much. I'm really getting down how I get down. Like I'm reverting back to how I was because it's like, bro, I've always wanted to free that man. I've always wanted to free my, I've never really liked to have to like, like, yeah, I've made great decisions. And honestly, I only made half them decisions because I always hear my mom and dad proud of the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? They did this and they did that and they made sure their sons had a certain way we do it. So it's like, yeah, I know right from wrong, but it's like, you know, it's a couple of times I wanted to touch the stove and I didn't. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, nope, got a game. Nope, nope, not doing it. Like, and I'm like, nigga, I wanted that experience. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people already had their experience. Now what I gotta do my experience at 30, I gotta try it at 33. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. like, y'all got to try this shit at 15. All your friends is calm. You know what I'm saying? I seen dudes who didn't really get the experience like the wild college years, get to sow your Straight oats, up. get to just be out here, be be all the way for the streets and let that be okay. <laughs> and then what way. happens is you mature to a point where you, you don't, your body and your mind don't want to move like that. You don't want to hit 30 day parties in a day no more. You don't want to just keep picking up women all the time. You want something a little bit more stable, but that ain't, that ain't really where you at. It's, it's, and now you're in a relationship with somebody and now you about to get married. You're like, man, them streets looking delicious out there. I need to dip my toe in that water. <laughs> Fuck around the drown. You know what I'm saying? Now, now experience wise, <laughs> that's why I did right. Cause I ain't basketball don't do that to you with no woman. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Basketball and women go hand, they, they good together. You I've seen. Basketball, football, all that. They like to come to the games, watch. That'll keep you playing ball and that'll keep you out of trouble to tell you the truth. Just cause the women's is coming to the game. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That'll so, keep you out of trouble if you just like, oh, they coming to the game cool or if you decide to dip your toe in the water. No, nah, like honestly to tell you the truth, until like my junior year of high school, women being at the game, I was not even interested in saying hello. Like I don't want to say hello. That's I not just, what I'm here for. I just want you to react and be like, God damn, he could hoop. Mm -hmm. I want to I see your face after the game when you be like, that was the same motherfucker I walked past. He was regular as hell when I first walked past him, but now I seen him play and he don't look the same to me no more. Like I was enjoying that, you know what I'm saying? But it was never like basketball gets you the girl. Well, that's right? sort of the same thing. No, it's not. Yeah, it is because you want them to respect you for your play. Respect. But I'm saying I don't want to, like the attraction but, is not But there. if they're attracted to you, they're going to respect you for your play. Yeah, but once you know that I could hoop, it's not the same for me. I think it's different levels. I think we talking about validation coming from yeah, two different hard. sides. To, you know what? If you wanted to hoop, you should have came and hooped. We would have been on the same team <laughs> in high about? school. I don't know what he's he talking about. Explain how we no had the same experience. Huh? I have no clue what you're talking about. You I'm going to just get everybody. Welcome no, to the Amongst Men. Let him finish. Uh, Ari could have been on my high school team uh, his senior year, my freshman year, but he said Coach Allen already had the team picked out and all this other bullshit. And in the middle of the season, I got moved up to varsity and didn't get to play with my brother in high school. 
All right, what are these allegations looking like, bro? <laughs> your, your face is like you ain't buying none of that. No, like I, I know I, I don't get why that is relevant. Why is that relevant? Are oh, you saying why is it relevant? I, that's, I'm just saying we would have shared. You would have understood from my seat, like what I'm saying about we don't care. What no, you're I doing. understand, but at the same we don't time, care what you're doing crowd. But you do care because at the same time you do want to play well in front of like who wants to be in front of a group of women no, that's and what play I'm saying, horrible. No, I don't. I don't. That's what, I don't think I wanted to play well in front of them. I wanted to. I my my thing to play basketball is to embarrass and break a man. Am I hearing you right? You saying the validation came more so from them just seeing that you was that dog on the court yeah. and you are who you say you are versus validation of them finding you attractive. Yeah, and, and like I was not into, was I next. truly wasn't. I don't yeah. even think I knew how I looked to tell you. You know how people got this like self image? I don't even think I could tell you. I couldn't even draw myself. That's crazy, bro. I'm kind of the same team, way. Yeah. I didn't even kick. I don't think mine kicked he in in my early 20s. His haircut. He always like wanted my haircut. That's what I'm saying. He cared. Care about, I'm saying, I didn't say that though. I said I didn't have a self image. Like that's your self image, bro. No, I'm saying your self image is like in your head right now. If they, yeah, if they entered you into the fucking matrix, nigga, what would you look like? Oh, we in there now. Why we, we in the matrix? Now. You know what I'm saying? Like if Why you we in a, the matrix? Nigga, we talking about a self-image, which means you had to program yourself. You would have to draw yourself no, in your mind. See, and no, that's what it was. That's not what I see. Self-image, what I see is what you view of you at your best. So if I need to be my best, or if I've been at my best, I've been at a place where I like myself, what did that look like? What are some basic things that men could do uh to improve their mental health? Uh, so I just started a series on Instagram and it's all about low impact ways to improve your mental health. One of which is to start on, um, an arduous task. Something I had to build these shoe boxes. I got a lot of kicks. I had to build these shoe boxes and they was just sitting. It was an incomplete project. And I'm like, if I can't finish it, then why even start it? No, start a project. Just start, start. Even if you know you can't finish it that day. Huge load off of your mental health not to have open, uh, what's what's it called on your phone? Open apps in the background mm. of your brain. That helps with your mental health. Sit in the silence, man. Yeah. Sit in the silence. Going out to eat by yourself, connecting with yourself. Instead of stimulating your brain with a cell phone, read a book. If you're not a read a book type of guy, listen to an audio book. Try to expand your mind. Listen to people who don't necessarily agree with the things that you think. I started listening to this dude. His name is Ben Shapiro. Okay. Oh, I know about him. Yeah. I don't agree with a lot of stuff that Ben Shapiro says, but it stretches my brain to hear someone confidently say mm -hmm. things that, I, that don't reflect the way that I see the world. It allows my brain to get more practice thinking outside of its own level of mm -hmm. comfort. That helps my mental health because I'm able to contextualize the bullshit to come my way in a different light. So if I'm having a bad day and Iman come and he kind of elevated, instead of taking it personally, man, this dude talking to me all crazy, he don't respect me. I got practice taking on and observing opinions and viewpoints and thoughts that aren't my own. So I'm like, ah, maybe that's a him thing today. Maybe he's just in a bad mood and it has nothing to do with me. That helps your mental health a lot. Going to see a therapist. Spending time with your friends. Uh, it's. I think we got to a place where we feel like mental health is this luxurious thing mm -hmm. where self-care has to be the cucumbers on the That's eyes tall. and relaxing at a five-star spa. Sometimes self-care is not responding to somebody and allowing them to be wrong about you without feeling the need to correct them. And not feeling upset about it. And not, well. 
that's eventually. No, you can eventually, be upset, that's eventually. That's the, or understand why you're upset about it, or compartmentalize how upset you are so that it just ruins how you feel in this moment and it doesn't ruin your whole day. He breaking down half my session. That's what I said, bro. You had your boy. <laughs> Boy, you went to school, boy. I did little Sean. Boy, did his shit, dog. Boy, did his shit. They're from the projects, hope too, bro, because you get to see all the extremes. Oh, for sure. So when you from the trap and it's just, man, there's not a lot of diversity and emotional thought. Men aren't warm. Mm-hmm. Women ain't warm sometimes. It's just people straight instinctive on survival mode. And then you get to this higher academia where everybody's so full of themselves and people talk about themselves in third person, yeah. you get to span it a little bit. It opens up your awareness a lot. It's how two do you, worlds. How do you go about, um, cause I, I would have to think that you said somebody in the projects, right? Mm. If you got somebody that, that's in like a project or just a, 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 a more dangerous environment, mm-hmm. as far as like, say you have uh, I don't know if there's like a certain criteria or if every person is just different at, at what stage you like uh, personalize it. But do you look at it and say, mm, like, even though it's good for somebody to to take on uh, uh, the feeling of I don't have to be tough or I, it's OK to be soft in this moment or it's OK to tap into this or tap into that. Do you ever look at somebody's environment and be like, yeah, I can't tell him that? Yeah, all the time. It's, it's like, I can't tell him to be soft because you'll die in this environment being yeah, soft. Yeah, we call that cultural competency. When you understand somebody's culture and you apply it to the way that you provide mental health to them, yeah, to the uh, way that you treat them. So it depends on how you contextualize soft because some dudes will come in and they think soft is hugging their child. Or they'll think Damn. soft is kissing their son. Or they think soft is washing their ass. Real talk, putting a washcloth betwixt your butt cheeks. They will think <laughs> that there is something wrong with that. And you gotta- Nah, it's something wrong with them thinking there's something wrong with that though. You would man. think like, so, man. wash y'all ass. Hey, no. hey, listen. Wait, what is that? Is wash that like y'all motherfucking nah, ass, I, I think man. it's I think it's just manhood being and just like this old version of manhood being. They just wanted as stinky as possible. Nah, I think it's just like the, the butt is like the no-no place. You know what I'm saying? And it's a no-no it, smell place though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like whether I want to do it or not, you got to wash your Wait, I didn't, I've never known that to be a, that's a thing. Oh, talk to women, know. bro. You yeah, talk know. to women. Talk you to women. Yeah, talk to women. What do you mean? I wouldn't know. How you gonna know, nigga? You don't. You don't the look smell? at other niggas washing. It said no. The smell. You might not be able to nigga, smell when like you we from smell right here. Ass. He got on no, 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 and pants. No, 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 no. No. I'm saying if somebody does not consistently wash their ass, they're going to, to smell. They're gonna smell. Know, you know they that. Just letting the water. But man, like you seen, I had a uh, no, I had a bar, I had a barber chair in our basement for the longest. Oh, uh, this story about to go. Bad. So there you go. No, 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 no. I'm, it's no. Oh no, I ain't never had no experience with. Oh no, nah, I'm just I'm saying. Just saying so like, like, but yeah, I would have known. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that didn't like, go where I thought it was going to go. Yeah, yeah. You oh, thought man, you was gonna say something very intimate. Yeah, It's not that type of show. It ain't never been that type of show. Intimate. You a fan? Hey, the Ari outrage dog is like one of my favorite parts of the show oh, where my bro. man just be outraged. Like, what are we talking about here? 
I love it, man. <laughs> Look, yeah, yeah. They, they love it they too. Love it too. <laughs> they love it too. The producers think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, hey, come on, come on, Kier. You and your wife uh, took a couple's therapy oh, yeah. after your first child was born. Oh, absolutely. Talk a little bit about that. What did it do? How did it help? Did you feel like you didn't need it? Oh man, I never felt like we didn't need couples therapy. I never, I never understood. A therapist going to therapy is like tweaking me out. And you go to a barber? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, no, 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 I cut my own. You cut your own hair? Some barbers go to a barber, a dentist go to a dentist. A mechanic probably fix his own shit, but <laughs> you, get, you get where I'm going with it, right? Oh. Yeah, nah, I need a therapist, bro, absolutely. I'm just like, yeah, I got the same issue. Me having understanding of this shit doesn't make it easier to deal with all the time. It's like reading a book on how to build an airplane. I know from a knowledge standpoint how to build an airplane, but that doesn't mean I can practically apply them skills. I I just read the book. I can't build a plane. I know all the methods, but when I'm mad, I'm mad. When I'm depressed, I'm depressed. I got to fight through it just like y'all do. Uh, yeah. Well, my bad, my bad. What? What? Oh, uh, the therapy. <laughs> my yeah. Bad. My bad. Uh, <laughs> man. Yeah. We right after my daughter was born. Man, it's it's something that happens when you conceive a child. My first daughter was a surprise. My wife had just graduated from law school. Oh. I had just started grad school. That was my girl. We was vibing. Oh, bro. And we was having a good time. We messed around and made a baby. And uh, there was a lot of resentment that I felt towards her because of that. Oh. Yeah, I felt a lot of resentment, man. Wow. Felt like, uh, I felt like stopped the, the with the progress y'all. Oh, absolutely, man. I felt like, um, and I'm, I'm past this, but I feel like a lot of men don't get this feeling validated. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it exists. Uh, I felt like she had a decision on whether or not she wanted to go through with this. She had an opportunity to look at her whole entire life and say, "Ah, uh, no, nah, this ain't the right time." I did. I didn't. I didn't have any choice in that matter. So I felt resentment. I was living a life that didn't feel like it was mine. I was doing the thing. I was making it happen and moving in and trying to be the, you know, protective provider. But 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 I felt animosity towards her, and I knew that that wasn't going to go away by itself. I knew that it would transfer to this kid, and neither one of them deserved that dog. So we went to couples counseling. I think the dopest thing we learned was we thought all the issues we had with each other was about each other. Like she the problem. He the problem. Mm-hmm. So the therapist said, all right, cool. Let's let's talk about all the problems y'all got with each other. We spent 30 minutes spitting them out. At the end of the joint, he read all, because I it was a black man. She went and saw the black man on purpose. And he read out all the issues we had with each other. And we noticed that it ain't had nothing to do with the other person. It was more so about our upbringing and the way we mm-hmm. see the world. Mm-hmm. Changed everything, dog. She's not the problem. The problem is the problem. But the problem... I'm looking at it through the lens of it coming through her. So I view her as the issue. Mm-hmm. So I attack her and not the problem. And she was doing the same thing. That's crazy. Bruh. That, that's, yeah, it's why love yeah, is complicated, crazy. bro. That's why I don't like the love gurus. And you don't, that's the thing. When you're in it, you really, unless you have a little bit of awareness, unless you do have help, I really feel like when you're in it and you are doing things like moving in, taking like huge steps in that unity, if you're not aware of what's actually happening, Talk about especially it, uh, with your mental, Talk like about it, it really will fuck you up. Absolutely. And make you think like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like I can't. And that's the thing. Once you start doing shit like moving in and committing yourself like that, like that's why I think a lot of niggas are just scared to do it because you can't go back. No, no. I feel like in a lot of situations, not all, but it's like most of the time, it's usually the man 
not like providing, but it's like making the adjustments for living situations, Real like time. what they're gonna do while they're pregnant if y'all are having a kid. But a lot of those decisions fall on us. You gotta one, deal with them. And then at the same time, they're on your shoulders. Cause I feel like in a lot of situations, the woman can leave, like especially if she needs to and that's what's best for her, she can leave. You can't really leave, especially when you got a kid. Cause it's like, they already looking for you to be the bad end. Like if you're a black father, yada, yada, yada. If you have your kids young, yada, yada. Like they're looking for you to do that. So you got to fight against that too. Yeah, it's true. So you can't really just up and separate. And when <sighs> you do, it's almost 100%, you know, you're going, you're going to dig your, uh, dig your hole a little bit further yeah. if you do try to just separate or try to, you know, dial it back. That's the tough part about being a man is if we've seen so many dudes try to be the good dude, she pregnant and so I'm a marrier. And it's like, that's not always a good idea. And then on the other end, if you're uncertain and you're in a 10, 11, 12 year relationship, now you're wasting her time. So it's like the sweet spot of having the awareness of what's going on with you and like relationally, how you gonna fit in this whole mm -hmm. puzzle. Because even when my, at the time, she my wife now, but when my girl was pregnant at the time, I didn't, man, bro, I didn't feel like a dad. She was feeling like a mom. She nesting, she building shit, Ikea furniture. Do, 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 do. She going about, she felt like a mom. She was in that mode. I ain't feel like a dad till I held that baby. I went almost a whole year feeling nothing, not connected to that experience at all until I held that little baby in my arms. She been there, she got there before me. So it's a different hill to climb. If you're talking about fatherhood, you got to have that conversation separate from motherhood because it's like space. In space, there ain't no gravity. So smaller objects are always going to get sucked up by bigger objects. That's why Jupiter got moons and shit going around. Jupiter, the, Jupiter ain't revolving around the moons. The moons are revolving oh, around Jupiter. And Jupiter's revolving around the sun. Everything's spinning around something bigger. Motherhood is huge, bro. But if you try to do comparatively fatherhood, men will always be invalidated or overlooked. We gotta have a conversation about fatherhood in a vacuum or ain't no conversation gonna happen. Damn, boy. You got to. Yeah. Hey boy, I'm guessing. You're now tuning in, man. Yeah. Welcome to you. Those moisturized yeah, snaps, too. Moisturized. Well, boy, boy, need to do a TV show, a movie, goddamn, or a documentary series. Yeah. Working on it, working on it, working on it. We got to do, uh, get your flowers for a minute. Um, You got to sit down and have a conversation with the vice president. I did. Uh, Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? <laughs> yeah, what'd you take from it? Yeah. Um, did you give her some therapy? I, I did not. I did not. I did not. I actually, I had, I interviewed her twice, once via Instagram live, and then another time in person in a White House in her office. Mm. And um, the interview was just like any other interview. It, it didn't really stick out to me. I think two things that stuck out to me the most was one, her power presence when she walked in the room. You know, some people, mm. when they walk in the room, they got a power presence. She is smaller than I thought she would be but her energy is a lot bigger than I thought it would mm. be. But the dopest takeaway was in between the cameras, it was before Thanksgiving. We was talking about what we was cooking, you know? Mm. And she was excited, she was cooking food for her family. She was talking about the best dish that she makes. Cool to see. And then she had to go and meet with the president of Ukraine <laughs> right Jesus. after that, yeah. <laughs> like, dog, it's just watching the, these political people have such dynamic personalities and there's so many parts to it. But uh, yeah, watching her move stuff around is crazy in real time, dog. White House move fast. Boy, hey, it move quick, if man. If y'all have ever seen the clip of me at the White House where I was reacting, oh, like watching that, the podium, and y'all ever wanted to know why I was doing that, dog, 
like you said, the energy different. shit is fast. Energy in the White House is Obama different, Obama was in the middle of talking. He say he wanted to take a picture. He asked, could somebody move the podium? Can we, can we get this out of here? Can we get this out of here? I think we should get this out of here. Let's take a picture. By the time the man done turned, now it's like four Secret Service people in front of the stage, they spread out. Black they be suits. Yeah. Black suits, right? Yeah, peace. When he said that, dog, they touched their ear. They start walking, doing some random ass route. You get what I'm saying? They didn't initially come to grab the podium, though. Yeah, they're going to get Two other motherfuckers came from behind us. Mm-hmm. Some motherfuckers came from the little bushes because they got these big ass bushes mm-hmm. there. Well, motherfucker came from behind the bushes. A couple other people was like jogging in. They came, picked that motherfucking podium up, folded it, got that shit. Got him out the way. I was like, what <laughs> the fuck is going on? The sense of urgency is and nuts, yes, bro. Yeah. Like, he was not playing. Like He said it in such a, like if he'd have been like, hey man, somebody come move this. I would have expected that type of reaction. Yeah, that like military reaction, but he was just like, yeah, let's, let's get a picture. Like, team, <laughs> can we get this out? Team, can we get this out of the way? Got that shit out the way. He was like, oh yeah, I got a great team. I said, niggas, stud, stud, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. On another level. Jesus Christ. What's crazy is we were doing an interview Everything and I think fast. we were just talking um, about mental health. We talking yeah. about uh, and we, we were having, a, I was having a conversation with her team about what direction to take the conversation because we literally just started talking. And I was like, all right, this is what we're doing. And I think that we wanted to get some clarity on the message. So she asked her team a question and they were kind of talking amongst themselves. And she looked at me and she was like, here, what do you think we should do? <sighs> like, bro, I don't, I, don't, said, bro I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what happened in that moment. It was like a that's so raven joint, everything just woo. Yeah. <laughs> real quick I was like man let's just I, I don't remember what I said let's boop 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 she said that's a good idea let's go with it and did it bro I walked out of that joint 40 feet tall big old bro out here saving the world special advisor <laughs> to the vice president I'm putting that shit on the resume special <laughs> advisor that nigga slapping on badges <laughs> that was a crazy that's, that's one of the craziest moments of my life damn that gotta you be trust good. me you can't even remember what it was and bro. you ain't even go and it's not that I can't remember what it was I just man. don't I don't think I can I, don't, I ain't it trying to say too much because they also secret we don't like nah should we bomb them here go Kiri I mean uh Kier let's do it <laughs> bro Duh, that'd be crazy that'd be crazy I nah, would love to, I would love to sit down with the vice president and they ask me some shit I oh she would love to sit down with you I got you, opinions man. like a motherfucker I don't know if you're gonna want to do them but I got opinions she might shoot you down though <laughs> that's cool though yeah, she might shoot I would she, a, love, she a lawyer bro so she I would she just shot. love to yeah. look somebody look me in the eye and be like what do you like what do you, no go ahead you got the floor <laughs> like go ahead and <laughs> in that moment it, it, you know what I'm saying like shit I might throw the Hail Mary. It might work. I'm about to say, I if if they ask you to do that, just knowing your character and how you you gonna do you regardless, that's gonna be the last time they ask a nigga to do it. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the last time we ever invited back. That's it. Everybody here. <laughs> no, Everybody's no, no. up. I'm gonna do the how you walked out of there. I'm when they ask me, I'm standing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what we should do. <laughs> They gonna do him the I'm head so of state. Mad. They gonna come and just Yo, sweep fuck. him up. I'm so or a Sandman from oh, Apollo, there, man. It's like gonna catch you in the L, Drag. You out of there. Stand up, hyped as hell. Like I, I was waiting on you to ask me, bro. Bring girl. the energy. The fuck? Yes, I've been waiting on you. You to gotta ask call me. her, ma'am, or Madam Vice President. Oh. Remember, she's ahead of the military. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, shorty. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Next thing you know, they like, short. Come on, short. Come on, short. Exactly like, well, why are you calling me short? I'm. I don't like that you call me short. I hate when people. He gonna be that. in booking. I do that all the time. Where nah. I accidentally get too comfortable. Like if I start having a comfortable conversation with somebody, I might do that. Where I'm like, come on, short, chill. Like they be the like White House. Oh yeah, like what? Obama be nicknaming Mars. Come on now. Come on now. If Obama could do it, he don't call, He ain't nicknamed me short dog though. No, but he'll like he'll call you. So he'll be like, you know, pimp. What's up, pimp? Like, he'll say stuff. He like, say pimp. Nah, don't do me like that. Okay. Nah, I ain't trying to get you in trouble. Ob, hey, Ob. Y'all trying to get me jammed now. Wait a minute. I ain't trying to get get in trouble for this. Yo, are, these so, secret they are. You up peep Ob though, right? Ooh, must be nice. What? No, the Ob. Oh, nah, that's my man Ob. You got his number on your phone, don't you? Nah, bro, I do though. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's not surprising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it ain't that far off. Bron got it, so I got it, basically. <laughs> two degrees of separation. You feel me? Like, I know Just him. Two. So I know him. <laughs> Just two. You feel me? Two we doing a podcast make that call. uninterrupted. It's all No, family. make that call. Yeah. Make, <laughs> make that call. All right, we got, we got a million dollar question for you. What's that? Why don't you like mac and cheese? Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. That's How gonna be a problem. That? We should've let off. No, we should've let off with that. That's gonna be a problem. Oh, damn. We got a good team. We got, we got a, a great team. team. Yeah, got a great team. team. Great team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Where did yeah, it come you need from? Some therapy for that shit. Why did that happen, yeah, That's good therapy got to keep yeah. here, boy. Man, y'all gonna get me canceled, dog. <laughs> It could have been an experience though, because I know yeah. somebody that don't like mac and cheese because the wrong person cooked it at the cookout. No, that's not my that's not my experience, dog. It's Damn. not that I don't like mac and cheese. I just don't think it's as good as everybody else think it is. That's the problem. It I needs say something else, dog. No, my fa oh, see, oh. nah, my family from Low Country, South okay. Carolina, dog. We cooks, we cook. I just don't like. I I just don't think it's the. You think it should have chicken in it. I wouldn't go that far. No, don't put it in it. But he said I would surround. I mean, like, surround the plate. It don't got chicken. no flavor profiles, dog. It, it need like some garlic or something, dog. Something. It tastes like salt and Who did fat that and to noodles, bro. We had this conversation all the time, Wait. and black people try to act like you just said they put the Martin Luther King a chump, but did they because put the you don't like mac. No, it's no. It's not like raisins and potato salad, dog. It's not that type of party. I just don't think it's not. I don't get why everybody. Everybody love it so much. The corners be straight, the middle be good, but it just tastes like cheese and salty noodles, bro. That's what it is. He's getting visibly angry right now. That's what it is. I'm, I'm, look, at, look at all these appalled African-Americans here in the studio. We don't have to do this, bro. We don't have to do this, We don't have to do this, because now people going to be on my Instagram like, wow, bro. Mm -hmm. or, or people are just going to continue to make mac and cheese for you until you take the right yeah. sample. You, bro, you, you might so get the mall sad, sample. Bro. Hey, from now on, every time y'all see this no, nigga, get him a mall sample toothpick with Joe Mac and Cheese. not listen to we gonna Mark bring Shumpert. this nigga back to the he good side. He does not dog. know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, man nah, is unhinged. Nah, okay, yeah, nah. and it is not <laughs> safe to listen to him. <laughs> <at> <laughs> <the> <laughs> <unhinged>. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, I eat it if it's on the plate. Yeah. But like you know, you surely don't understand why it's just noodles but, and cheese, bro. Why are y'all so outraged, dog? No, no, I'm just. It was. Why only, are we upset? I wasn't upset. I thought you was gonna give me a story where it it did something wrong to you. Nah, it's not profound. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's crazy because you're literally saying it don't taste like nothing but cheese and salty noodles. Like that's literally what I'm it is. I'm not a cheese guy. Eva, that's another thing. I'm there it is. There it is. Yeah. You, so like you eat guy. naked hamburgers? <laughs> 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 
Nah, I put other stuff on the joint, man. You know, you got ra- nah, not relish. Jesus, that. Nah, you eat the joint. You got the pickles and the ketchup. And the, you know what? This I don't want to talk about this no more, man. Because I feel like I'm digging myself. <laughs> why the Why the burger got to be naked? Because it ain't got cheese on it, Bob. Why I gotta be naked? You eat cheese on all your burgers? You got cheese. You eat cheese on all. See, that's how you end up having trouble trying to boo boo, man. Nah, I don't do that. You're not healthy. It's that type of show. No, I, I pass normal bowel movements. I take my vitamins. I took them before I came up Just in here. Just make sure you wash your ass, because I know. I do that. That's what I'm saying. Don't, that. Be, don't be insecure. Between betwixt. Betwixt. Betwixt yeah, the cheeks. Yeah, it's not wrong with that. Betwixt yeah. Not wrong oh, with yeah. that, dog. Yeah. All clean. of that. Clean it yeah, out. Yeah, you got to clean it out. Damn, the mac and cheese bar is crazy. How y'all find that, man? That was a random interview. We got a great team. I don't like that. Great team. We got a great team. I don't like that. You should have took it a step further, bro. Now, now you lucky. Why would you do that? That's why I said, like, you lucky my wife not here. That's her favorite. You got the She would have pressed me out about that. She gonna press you for that. She probably You need to taste mine. Now now I gotta do it. (laughs) (laughs) This changed my mind. I hated this shit my whole life, but look at me now. In what universe does that happen, dog? In the what? Matrix. Why can't in the Matrix? <laughs> you can't envision your own face. <laughs> Since the beginning of time, I haven't been able to like cornbread for the longest was my favorite. But only I swear to God, had. I will walk off this set if you say something crazy. <laughs> what you about to say about cornbread? Nothing. What you I'm about to say? Saying, I'm saying, uh, cornbread was my personal like favorite snack. Okay. Like. Or at a dinner, like I felt like if we got cornbread, it's a hit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The problem was I was used to my granny's cornbread. <sighs> I had cornbread that wasn't her cornbread, and I was like, yuck, like, yeah. wait a minute. Did it have jalapenos in it? I don't remember. Okay. It just was like, I just remember the the taste not being good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, this is, this right. is yeah, something's wrong. Cornbread like, is a tough balance to strike, bro. So then, I was like, too. so then I started telling people like, nah, I don't like cornbread. Mm, like people would have me like, you love cornbread. I love granny's cornbread. I'm not mad at that. I don't love cornbread. I'm that's that's what that. I realized. I damn sure don't love cornbread when y'all putting pineapples and weird shit in. Yeah, that's, Pine- that's Where you been? Pineapple? You gotta travel aggressive. a little bit. That's, that's why that's I wish egregious. he would've played basketball <laughs> so he could travel. And outrageous. That's- <laughs> So wait, what's your what's your popular food that you don't like? I ain't about to be the only that person I don't try. Like. Yeah, I like a lot of foods. What don't you like though? Right now he's doing boils. He's a boil guy. Oh, I'm a I'm a huge boil guy. What is he talking about? What is it? I, been, I don't know. I jumped on board. That's not true. No, no, no. no. I've been doing that. That's, he said like right now he's a huge boil. Been doing I like that. You, you did that before your Dominican heritage. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> I'm telling you the whole time growing up in Oak Park, Joe, the man never put together no seafood bag ever. That man is grown. Oh, no, 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 no. I learned that, that, that in, no, grown, I learned that in New York. No, I learned that in New York. That's what I just said. That had nothing to do with Hispanic when people. Dominican heritage. But that has nothing to do with uh, Hispanic people. It's Harlem. a whole restaurant. We, we, the man made me move to Harlem. He loved Black it Black people live there too. The man was eating rice and beans every day. No, I wasn't. I was eating sandwiches, boar's head, baby. Me too. Oh, that yeah. was yeah, boar's head. Because I would go buy it. Yeah, the boar's head, definitely, yeah. But you definitely yeah. had rice and beans a lot, though. Don't lie to me. No, like, no, no. It's cool, it's okay. I had like, rice no, 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 and beans, I'm putting the joke down no, right now. When I had, had rice, rice and beans, beans, it's with my daughter's mother. 
which was way after. We was already moved out of Cleveland. I lived in Chicago by then. So this is irrelevant. All hey, bro, I'm going to just let you know you don't never got to defend yourself with me. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, 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 I believe no, you, dog. No, it's no defense. <laughs> but see what I mean? Like, once you get that perception. I'll fuck with you. Everybody, yeah. I know you. <laughs> everybody start to believe it and roll around. And then he just be like, well, uh, you know, I just pointed it out. Like, no, you didn't. Just telling you, bro. Like, no, chronologically, everything you said, it's all fucked up. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Question, yeah, man. but back to it. Kier, we like to ask everybody at the show right. our prize question or my prize question. What are you working on right now mm. about yourself? That's or what are you working on improving question. about yourself? Yeah, that's an amazing question. Um, give me a second. Let me think about it. I don't want to okay. give you a bullshit answer. Please don't. You've and done so well If you're already so working on it, what are you, now that we asked you this, about to work on? Oh, no, I got big stuff I'm working on. Right now, I'm working on... Um, I have a tendency to set really high expectations for myself. And I like to be the dude that walk into the gym. I ain't stretch. I got on jeans, hit the joint. I make eight of them in a row and I walk off. And sometimes when I miss that first one, my brain convinces me that I'm not good at this thing anymore. So the thing that I've been working on is trying to separate what is catastrophic from what's inconvenient. Because sometimes my brain thinks they're the same thing. Some things are just inconvenient. It's not that bad. It's just really inconvenient right now. And if I could take something from being a world-ending catastrophic event to something that's just, I mean, it's an irritant right now. It's in the way, but I can still accomplish something. If I could just move past that, I'd be all right. So just keep reminding myself that uh, mistakes are cool. I'm not always going to get it right the first time. And when I don't get it right, it's a dope opportunity to zoom out a little bit and reassess what I did, where I went wrong. What's a different insertion point? What's a different way that I can attack this thing? Walking away from shit when I'm frustrated instead of just trying to work on something and work through it when it ain't really, it ain't doing what you needed to do. Walk yeah. away, come back. You know, just this idea of perfection that I have in my head. I'm trying to dissolve it slowly but surely. That's real. Yeah. That's real. I'll tell you one thing that I, I wasn't personally working on it because I wasn't aware of it. But after talking to you today, mm. I get upset a lot of times at, and this is not just with my wife, this is like in everything with people, period. There's the problem and your upbringing and that lens that you're talking about that people see it through. Mm -hmm. And I attach the problem to people. Oh yeah, that's that's very that's a very human thing to do, bro. But I've like until you said that, I swear, I swear to you, it's never really made sense because all the time I've always thought in my head, why the fuck do I care? <laughs> what the fuck you got going on? But it's like in order for me not to care, I have to really like cut you out. Mm -hmm. Like that's the only way. Now I cannot care, but it's like I gotta like not care. Don't talk to you. Don't take your number down. Don't have to look at you. Can't follow you. Don't want to do nothing. If I'm not reminded of you, it won't happen. <clears throat> but. If I got to deal with somebody or, or have somebody around, I will make them wear that. And it's like, bro, we was having a conversation on a Thursday. And it's like, and my mind also can't pick up that that's what I made them wear. Mm -hmm. I don't even think I could mm -hmm. pick that up mm -hmm. that that's why I don't like Especially them. if they already are upset. Like, or you done pissed them off with it. Yeah, it's like, bro, now that's we're, it is it's me. a week later. And I don't know why I don't like you, but I could feel it in the bottom of my heart. Like, yeah. I don't fuck with you, but I can't remember why I don't fuck with you mm -hmm. until we like get in an argument again and you we're like going at it. And then I'm like, oh, cause you see from that lens. Mm -hmm. But I still have never made that distinction in my head to say, 
his upbringing or her upbringing won't allow them to see how I see it, mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's a profound discovery, bro. That's that's, that's okay. a that's a life changer right there. Sometimes we punish people for we 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 persecute people for offending us, for irritating us. We punish them. Sometimes we punish them with silence. We punish them with distance. You know, we punish them with giving them the parts of us that are a little bit cold. Mm-hmm. That's me. A lot of bit cold. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> That's one thing I can't. I, I done learned it over the years. Like nigga, I could be a cold motherfucker. Dog. Man, talk about it. I Especially that silence though that you were talking about. Like yeah, I thought that worse. was the best thing to. That's the thing though. It's like the worst pain. Yeah, we yeah. call it stonewalling. Yeah, like yeah. that. I didn't know though. Like when I was like 20, 22, 23, To me, it was like no, that's for me because I don't want to go off on you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to seem like the angry black the illusion man. of protecting this person. There you from go. Your like, side. I don't want to do that. So I feel like yeah, I'm protecting you. Or I'm yeah, I'm at least, you know, I'm at least playing Tech nice here. Both. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like that's almost worse. Like she'd much rather have a George you know, There you go. Ha. At least, no, for real. At least to just so you can get the real yeah, point so across. That they can so they know get to you the care issue. About them. Yeah. yeah. Not even that, but just like getting to the issue. I think that's what it, I think like silence, <laughs> like people take it as you don't care. Like if a coach was saying something to me and then after a while I'm just staring at him. It's like, is he being receptive? Is he this? Mm-hmm. It's like now they are in question. And it's like, it fucks up the dynamic. Mm-hmm. So it's like with me, when I get to that place where I'm big or whatever, even like saying like, like say you was doing that, even though you're saying this for you, like as the outside person, you look at it, you like, one, are they being receptive or like, is even when he's doing that, like is he doing that and just like trying to shut me up because he mm-hmm. hasn't said anything. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm just trying to let you speak. I'm agreeing. But I'm trying not to use any words. I'm trying to be quiet. But it's like, dog, that will stab somebody even worse. And you don't know it until somebody's doing it to you. Well, at the same time, you don't know it too because you feel like, like to me, I feel like that's also hurt. No, but it's like, it it kind of like, in a way it's exhausting. Cause it's like, I gotta sit here. I gotta go through my breathing techniques. Like I gotta sit, like for me, I have to sit still, clench, do like a whole meditative thing just so I know, you know, like here go my safe space. Like even if she talking wild or if somebody's saying something to me, like, it's not gonna break. That's what usually what it is. On. Like I'll shut down completely because I'm like, it's no point in going fight or flight feeling with a woman. Yeah, huh. That's I interesting. I don't like fight or flight feelings with women. I hate it. Like if you hit me, if you do something or say something crazy to me, whatever, it's like if I feel fight or flight and a woman's around, I completely shut down. If you if you made me get there, I completely shut down because I'm like, I can't do nothing. I've learned in my life. This is a bunch of energy that's about to come now and I have no place for it. Mm-hmm. So when I walk out of here and get away from you, I'm going to do something wild like cuz I where the destructive comes in. Yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm a, but it's like men are calculated in their mind to say, "Nope, that's a woman. You can't hit her." Mm-hmm. So now later on tonight when you get cut off at the light, now you got this pent up emotion. You feel me? You yeah. get cut off at the light. Somebody barely tap your bumper. Y'all both get out the car. Now y'all fighting at the red light and it ain't even no damage to the cars. Hey, that's like, the <laughs> remember we were talking about the relationship therapist earlier yeah. where he put all the problems down on the mm-hmm. paper and it didn't have nothing to do with us as individual. I mean, mm-hmm. us as a couple, but our individual baggage and trauma. It's, the, it's, the, it's the same thing, man. You carry around a lot of that and it's that's a complicated thing when it comes to men and women. And in my in my history, me and my wife, we got a great relationship. But yeah. just dating before I met her, my shit was always in action. I'm going to do nothing right now, and I'm gonna process the way that I feel. And if if this doesn't feel like something that we can work out amicably, I'm gonna separate myself. Hey, you wilder. I don't like the way you're talking to me. 
I'm not going to sit here and be disrespected. Depending on a relationship, I might say, let's continue this conversation at another time. You can't hear me. I can't hear you. Or I just say, you know what? Hey, you be well. And I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Sometimes that energy is chaotic and we don't always have the tools to know when the mm-hmm. when the anger is rising or when the situation is getting worse. The best thing you can do with that is be preventative. To sense the energy like, ah, you're getting increasingly more frustrated. I'm not on your plane. Let's stop. Let's stop the conversation. But it's intoxicating. It's intoxicating to keep rolling on with that mm-hmm. conversation. I got to get my shit off. Mm-hmm. I got to say what I got to say. And then they say something. Nah, you misinterpreting me. Nah, let me tell you what it is for real. As if you want to change their mind. Right. As if you want to confess them that mac and cheese ain't gross. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, the way you did brought that you thing back around there. Your producer's offended. She said, wow, <laughs> we are never booking him again. But we got a great team. Great team. Now, y'all oh, got no. an amazing team. You <laughs> shout out to the team. You coming back. Oh, bro. On amongst man. Oh, bro, man. I, yeah, anytime you want to come back, no bullshit. We may need to. And we mac and what, what the, Yeah, what we got in the budget? We may need a therapist on set. Mm-hmm. What we got in the budget? We'll, we got a great we'll talk team. About, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about that on the back end. My people we'll talk, talk to we'll your talk. people. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Before we let you go, anything you want to promote? Um, follow me on Instagram, Kier Gaines, K-I-E-R-G-A-I-N-E-S. Is this the camera that's yeah, looking yeah, at me well, right I now? I think that's your camera. I don't know what's wrong with uh, this. Oh, damn. Yeah, right. It don't matter. They no, both pointed at me right it. now. So no, I'm I just, just pointed. Okay. It's okay. I wasn't Producer's pointing at this one right yeah, here. He can do oh, it okay. anyway. Yeah. 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 So follow me on Instagram. That one moves. This one moves. So that one's, that's like cinematic. That's the pan and joint. Yeah. yeah. Cinematic. Y'all doing y'all thing in this thing. I got a lot you of women You still say it's a couple of angles. I like that. Nah, um, all of my content is centered around mental health. I like to take these big concepts and break them down and make them practical and usable for people. I talk about family. I talk about love. I keep it a thousand. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Um, also, me and my wife, we have a relationship podcast called The Sit Down Talk on YouTube. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, we talk about love and we get down to the nitty gritty, not just the oh yeah, you know, I'm the, taking part the nice, yeah, the nice, man. the nice parts of the love where. Everyone's dressed the same, monochromatic color palettes. <laughs> There's music playing softly in the background, Mini Ripperton. Yeah, Mini Ripperton. So in love with you, baby. <laughs> I'm in love with you too. Now, we talk about a part of relationships when you up at 3 a.m. and y'all arguing because y'all don't see eye to eye. Right and not for the sake of just arguing, but for the sake of meeting each other mm-hmm. where you are and trying to get some continuity in your relationship so both of y'all can get your knees met. So yeah. come rock with me, man. Come be a part of the community. We love to have y'all. Real talk, yes. man. Yeah. As always, man, thank you for rocking with us on Iman Amongst Men. I am Iman Shumpert. And I'm Ari Shumpert. Thanks to our guest, Kia Gaines. Give it up one time. Give it up for the boy. Appreciate y'all, man. man. No, it's, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. This is great. I, I don't think I've ever said the N-word into a microphone. People are, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>